clutter takes up so much space in our homes, minds, time, and eventually our landfills. We live in a world that has shaped us into consumers on a planet that can't sustain the consumption. I am Steph McGuire, and the Sorted Out Sustainably podcast is here for the nature freaks and the freaks of nature who want to rebel from the consumerist culture and create a more intentional life. I am on a mission to help you be surrounded by the things that you love and let go of the things that you don't. I'm all about creating simplicity, sustainability, and joy in your home so that you can live a life closer to your full potential. If you do a big tidy in your home and three days or even three hours later it feels cluttered again, you have come to the right spot. Some areas of our home feel like literal clutter magnets and I'm going to identify three of the common spots that seem to have this clutter magnetization problem and I will tell you what to do about them. First, let's look at the two main causes of clutter. Clutter cause number one, your belongings don't actually belong. You own items that aren't actually loved and used. There are a bunch of reasons why we buy and hang on to such items. When we have lots of things that we don't need, there's not much intentionality in what we keep, so we disconnect from being able to properly manage clutter. Even well-organized spaces can be filled with this kind of clutter. If the belongings shouldn't belong, then you are just organizing clutter in with your loved belongings. Clutter cause number two. Your belongings are not kept where they belong. In other words, you don't have a home for your stuff. The things that you do want to keep can become clutter bunching up if you don't have somewhere to put them. If we don't designate a home for all of our items, then tidying up just becomes moving things from places they don't belong to other places that they don't belong. This kind of clutter is not the kind... This kind of clutter is not the same kind of clutter that I spoke about in cause one. It is really just the things that we use and love, but don't know where to put. So it bunches up as visual clutter. So what are some of the clutter magnets that might be in your house? First clutter magnet, kitchen counter. I'm not talking about dishes. I'm talking about the pile of random stuff in the corners or on the breakfast bar. Often it's things like keys, wallets, pill containers, paper, a whole array of random stuff. Letting piles of clutter build up on the kitchen bench is also not very hygienic because we can only clean around the clutter. Also, clutter breeds clutter. Because we see a pile of clutter, we can easily just add to it and push it into the corner rather than tidying it up. What to do about kitchen counter clutter? Start by putting everything on the bench away where it belongs. Then create a home for what is left. Some things are bound to still end up on the bench. Maybe keys, coins, stuff like that. So instead of letting them have a field day on the bench, 
designate an organizer, tray, or even just a plate for those kind of things to go on and aim to keep the rest of the bench clear. Yeah, you can really just use a plate that you would normally eat off. That can do for now. It's actually going to be more visually appealing than using nothing because by having that designated area, it's going to keep the bench overall tidier. Of course, try and use one of your prettier plates and you can upgrade to like a proper organizer tray later but let's get on top of that kitchen counter clutter as soon as you can clutter magnet number two bathroom bench or basin our bathroom is where we take care of our hygiene grooming and jazzing up our appearance but for many the bathroom counter is a magnet for clutter most of us use many bathroom items each day and they can sometimes all end up in piles next to the basin also making it much less inviting to easily wipe it down because it's a whole effort to clear the space first. And there's hygiene problems that come in there too. So what to do about it? You're going to resort your storage in your bathroom a bit better. Maybe put some music on and clean the bathroom floor so you can sit on it, maybe with a cushion, and sort under your basin storage. You want to give everything a home and aim for only things that live on the basin to be things that get wet like toothbrushes or soap etc. That's all I have on my basin is toothbrushing stuff, toothbrush, teeth brushing stuff and a soap dispenser. And then the things that you use every day should be easily accessible like in the top drawer. If you can, I would make the top drawer specifically for things you use every day, no matter the other type of category they fit into, whether it be hair or makeup or whatever. And then you'd probably organize the rest of the under counter storage to be in categories, but having the most accessible place to be for everyday use items means that you've got a spot that you can just put all those things into when you're done getting ready rather than having it all over the bench because it's a hassle to go and put it all back into its right positions. So in my bathroom I don't actually have drawers. I've just got like one cupboard and it's a bit of a hassle to like squat down and see everything. So my everyday use items I've actually got hanging in like a fabric pouchy thing. I don't know what you'd actually call it. Hanging storage thing. But I've got that hanging just next to the mirror at eye level so it's super easy to just grab each thing up and put it back as opposed to in my awkward under counter storage. In most bathrooms, I'd recommend using the top drawer. Also, if you don't want to do that and you do really want to keep things on the basin, then I'd recommend getting some sort of storage organizer. You can pick them up online pretty cheap where it's got all of the different spots that you can put all your different things. So moving on to clutter magnet number three, bedside table. Our bedside table is the first part of our home we see when we open our eyes in the morning and the same before we go to sleep each night. So it's kind of important that it's not filled with clutter because that's not how we should be starting and ending our days. It can quickly become a dumping ground for everything that we don't know where to put in our room. Some people have a whole junk drawer, which by the way, I advocate for not having a junk drawer ever. Once you call a drawer a junk drawer, 
then it becomes a magnet for junk and the definition of junk is like unimportant or crappy things basically and you don't want to own crappy things you want to own items that are loved and used so if you're ever going to have a junk drawer i recommend renaming it a laup drawer loved and useful possessions drawer Anyway, back to the bedside table. What do you do about bedside table clutter? Your bedside table should serve as a pretty little station of things that we use in bed or put down from bed. Give a home to everything in and on your bedside table. Sit down and go through everything and rehome it either somewhere else or somewhere in or on the bedside table or somewhere in the bedside table. If you have a top drawer, make that for items you want to access in bed. If you aren't great at putting things away in drawers, have a bowl or tray of some sorts on the table that you can put things like jewellery or glasses. Again, that helps contain it to that designated space instead of cluttering up the whole surface of the table. So take the opportunity to demagnetize the pull of clutter towards these three areas of your home. A cluttered free home starts with just one area and improves from there. You could follow the action steps from one of these clutter magnets every night for the next three nights and have the calm and freedom of those areas being sorted just four days from now. You could even whack it all out in one night if you want. But don't put too much pressure on yourself, just do one a night. So I've created a PDF guide that details the instructions that I've just gone through for decluttering these three spots available in the show notes of this episode. So you can go to my website and find this episode sortedoutsustainably.com slash podcast. And this is episode two of the podcast. I only started doing this last week. Hopefully you'll follow along through for the journey of this show. That's a wrap for this quick instructional episode. I hope you enjoyed it and most importantly I hope you go and declutter those areas. If you do send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. I love seeing before and after photos of people decluttering. It just lights my soul up so much. So bye for now. Peace, love and happy decluttering.